0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. As you know, if you have been following along with the podcast, there is a segment called Topic in Focus. And uh, it used to be a 30-day challenge thing. Now it's sort of just morphed into talking about particular topics. And given everything that's going on with the protests, I thought I would do a topic on white privilege. And sort of reflecting on my uh, understandings as I've come to them about privilege ways I used to think, defensiveness around that. Um, so I recorded this podcast a couple of days ago. Uh, but in that time, I also sought some consultation and talked to some people that have more education and more knowledge around this area than I do to get any feedback as far as places where I may be off base or um, said misinformed things. So I have largely left the podcast unedited from how I originally recorded it. And I think it's important to do that because I also sort of think these are the conversations we stay out of because we're afraid of making mistakes or we're afraid of getting shamed or sounding stupid. But staying out of the conversation doesn't lead to further education. So I want to keep in what I originally um, recorded and my original thoughts. And the main purpose of this initial piece here is to uh, sort of warn ahead of time for anyone listening that I, I do talk about some historical things and um, some, some things that are historically traumatic, especially for African-Americans. And the language that I use around that might be a bit shocking. But frankly, the acts themselves were shocking. So I I sort of chose to bluntly put it out there and say it in the shocking way to also make a point and drive the point home that these are things that people have to live with that I don't. And it's, so I, I don't want to be speaking to something that I don't live with, that I don't know anything about, but I'm also speaking to my own thoughts and how I think about some of these things and how I've come to understand some of this stuff. so. Mostly just wanted to put that warning out there, trigger warning, and I want to be sensitive to all of my listeners. Also, I'd like to add that just from reaching out to some people, letting a couple people hear this, I've already gotten more information and more educated just through asking my questions. So I really want to encourage people also to reach out through social media or other platforms and share reactions, feedback. Possible resources for further education and just overall start a dialogue that we can continue and carry on. Oh, and lastly, it was brought to my attention that I often make the statement throughout the podcast that I'm not telling anyone else what to do and I'm just reflecting on my own experience. But I want to make the statement here that I am encouraging you to try to do something different and I am asking folks to really step up to the plate and start making some changes. Welcome everybody to your topic in focus. I'm your host Jay Wick and the topic today is going to be about white privilege. So if that topic makes you uncomfortable I suggest you stick around. It's probably a good reason to sit through a little of the discomfort and check it out. First thing I want to start out with is that I'm not trying to take this opportunity to amplify my own voice or speak over the voices that matter right now. Uh, Not trying to come across as opportunistic or, you know, I'm seeking a topic that's relevant right now. What I am trying to do is speak to my experience and things that I've come to understand about the topic of white privilege, which is something, honestly, that I used to get offended by and defensive about. And so I will talk to some of those experiences in a minute. But on the topic of discomfort, the first thing that I want to say, the first space to talk about privilege is, if, if anything that's going on in the world right now, if you find yourself getting uncomfortable about the things that you're seeing. Or if you find yourself getting uncomfortable about this topic that I'm talking about, about the riots, about what you see in your newsfeed, on your Instagram, on your social media, if you find that you are uncomfortable and anxious and you're saying those things, I just don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. And you have the ability to change the channel and alleviate the discomfort, that's a good indicator that you have a lot more privilege than you think. Okay. The fact that... I'll just speak again to myself. I've, I've noticed this coming up many times during the course of the past uh, week, two weeks. I see shocking things in the news, in the videos, and I get really uncomfortable, and empathy kicks in, and I get sad and all these things. And then I go, I don't want to feel these negative emotions. And I can literally separate myself from it and not have to feel it. I can walk away. I can do something else. I can change the channel. And to an extent you know a lot of us can do that, but there is a real a very real thing to address in the fact that people of color can't always just walk away there there isn't an ability if you've been raised at the time that you were five years old to look out for the police I, I've never had those conversations with my parents. The only conversations that have ever come up about how to handle the police were probably in driver's training when they just said, if you get pulled over, this is what you're supposed to do and be respectful, show, show your stuff. I've never had a conversation that was very serious that said, hey, act this way, it's life or death. I've never had somebody tell me how to act walking in a street, a, an unfamiliar street or walking into a store. I've never had people follow me around a store. right? I don't experience this level of stress in my everyday life. And when I see it, and it's visible and present to me right now, and I can literally turn away from it, that's a huge indicator to me that I have a lot more privilege, right? I have the privilege of not feeling the weight of these things. I'm trying... For me, it was it was really hard for a long time to, to understand. I, I heard the word privilege. It felt um, like an offense, right? Somebody saying that I didn't have to... Work as hard as I did, or something like that uh, in my grad school class uh i I think I was one of two white males um it was a very multicultural class with a very heavy social justice focus, and so we would have conversations on privilege and I still just didn't quite understand it and I got really pissed off one time and started yelling about oh I don't know how much I was yelling but probably yelling about um you know, I've worked for everything in my life and I picked myself up. I was uh, struggling with addiction and dying in a hospital bed. And here I am now and I've had to work for every aspect of it. Right. Nobody is discounting the amount of work I have done or you have done. But you have to acknowledge the place that other people have barriers set up from the jump that I've never had to face. Like going back to the conversations about being pulled over by the police or you know I've I've never had to walk into a job interview and feel that I might be scrutinized because of the color of my skin or that somebody's going to already have a bias that I'm a criminal just based on the color of my skin right So for white people to get really upset when somebody talks about privilege we don't need to be so defensive nobody's saying you didn't work so hard nobody's saying that Life hasn't been tough for you. It's just saying, hey, just check out some of these other barriers that exist to people of color that you don't ever have to face, right? That's it. You don't even literally have to do anything else if you don't want to, but you can just acknowledge that, like, yeah, maybe it's been a little harder for you than it has for me because of these things that were in place way before I even got on this planet, right? I don't know what it feels like to look back not even that far to look back in like what would be like a lifetime for me and and people were drinking out of separate drinking fountains and being hung from trees and you go back a little farther and my i don't know what it feels like to carry the weight of knowing that my my ancestors were owned by people that's crazy do you know what that does like on a trauma level you were property like you were less than a person somebody owned you and had the right to do whatever they want I don't know what that feels like we will never know what that feels like but we can try to at least be better and understand that like yeah you're you are carrying these things with you and I am not you have faced some hurdles and I have not there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that so like again i mean really the conversation could have stopped just at that if you feel uncomfortable about the news and the things that you are seeing right now, and you have the ability to just turn it off and turn away and go back to your peace and contentment, that is a direct indicator of your privilege. For me personally right now, like I'm not trying to tell anybody else what they should or shouldn't be doing. Me, I am trying to stay in the discomfort. And this is for the first time, I will admit it. I like to dip in and out. And so right now I am trying to stay in it, trying to feel it. The discomfort makes people make changes and makes people act and do something different. I don't I don't want to go back to complacency. I want to try to do something different. I want to at least try to evaluate my privilege, learn more about these things, just understand it so that I can make different decisions or act differently in the world, you know? I mean... Like just to even go back to talking about getting pulled over and all of that i so two examples that I can think of of direct privilege when I was seventeen eighteen, nineteen uh in a car with four of my white friends late at night, everybody was in the car smoking pot, we saw headlights coming around the corner, knew that it probably was a cop, so we started chucking things out the window and you know driving whatever it was a cop. The cop pulled us over. It's probably 12 o'clock, one o'clock at night in some residential neighborhood in La Costa, California. Cop asked what we're doing. We tell the cop that we are showing our friend the new development in the area because he had moved away and just came back. And to top it off, one of my friends asked the cop, hey, weren't you the cop that pulled me over in my driveway for brake lights or something the other day? And I personally started laughing. And saying, "Oh my God, wait, you pulled him over in your driveway. Ha, ha, ha! How funny is that? In the middle of a situation where there were drugs involved and other things, and but zero fear, no fear at any point that we were going to get pulled out of the car, harassed, harassed. The cop never called for backup. There was, there was nothing. The cop let us go. I don't think that that's an experience that other people of color could even remotely relate to. I also got pulled over. When I was still in my addiction before my recovery, I had already got a DUI, and I was on the way home from work one night driving on a suspended license from my previous DUI that I never got fixed because I was struggling with all my substance use disorders and all that. I was intoxicated. I was about two blocks away from my house. The cop pulled me over. Uh, I told the cop I have a suspended license. The officer asked me to get out of the car. I got out of the car. No handcuffs, no anything. I said, I'm about two blocks away from my house. Mind you, I already told him that I had a suspended license from a previous DUI and my license happened to be expired just to be icing on the cake. And the officer said, uh, You can call your parent, park the car, call your parents, tell them to come down the street and pick you up. And I, in all of my glory and privilege, said, Can't you just give me a ride? And the officer laughed and said, Do you want to get in the back with my drug dog? which I said no, obviously. Uh, Called my parents. They're literally about two blocks away. The officer drove away before my parents even got there. He just left me. Didn't do anything. Nothing to me. Remotely. Didn't even ever touch me or put a hand on me or frisk me or anything. I mean, that's crazy to think about. And like, I could just think about that as like, well, it was a lucky break or whatever. But I don't think that somebody else would have that same experience. A person of color would have that same experience. Maybe. Maybe there's some places where that would go down. But like we certainly see disproportionately that that's not the case. I mean, we're seeing people getting pulled out of cars just because they look like somebody. Like I was a clear criminal. Didn't do anything to me. So the point of all of this is I am privileged. I grew up in North County, San Diego middle class family white predominantly white area never have had to think about any of these things in my life i've i've been immune to it and when it comes into my life briefly i can choose to walk out of it where people that i know cannot walk out of it can you imagine imagine the anxiety that you feel as a white person right now just watching all this unrest and seeing all of these things you're feeling anxiety in your body And you go, I don't want to feel this anxiety anymore. Oh, I've got to get away from it. Imagine what it would feel like if you could never get away from it, if it's always present in your life, right? Like that's privilege just in itself, right there, cut and dry. If you have the ability to just walk away from some of this anxiety right now, you lead a privileged life. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to get defensive and get fired up and yell back at somebody or say, all lives matter. You just acknowledge that. There's some things that are just a little bit easier that you don't have to deal with. And like, that's okay. But now just try to be better. You don't have to get fired up and think it's an assault on you or your character or anything. Just acknowledge it. And then let's try once we can acknowledge it, then we can acknowledge it's a problem and then we can try to do something different. I think like people just feel threatened or something. Like, if you acknowledge that, then you're losing some power or something. You're not a bad person for saying you, you have privilege. That's the cards you were dealt. It's the life that you have. It doesn't mean you've worked any less hard than anybody else in life. It just means that you are willing to acknowledge that other people haven't been as privileged as you and that there are structures and systems in place that have made that harder for them. Doesn't diminish you. Doesn't take away from you. It's just literally that you can acknowledge that these things exist. And from that point, you can try to do something different, you know? And I'm personally, I'm not trying to sit up on my high horse and educate people because I have not been perfect in this space. And I have been doing a lot of work since grad school to try to acknowledge my biases in my place and to really just acknowledge where there is racism that exists in me. I mean, there are, uh, from my all of my best intentions... I try not to be, and I try to be a better person, but that stuff is in there. And I catch myself looking at people and thinking certain things that I don't want to think. But if I just completely try to deny that piece of me and say that those things aren't there, that they don't exist, then I also won't ever do the work to grow and change and be a better person. Right? And that's what I'm committed to right now. And that's what I've been committed to for several years is is trying. And I've made mistakes and I've sounded real dumb. And even recently, I've sounded real dumb. But I am trying to be different and trying to just not ignore it and trying to educate myself and move forward so that I can be better and that that can ripple out and hopefully make better experiences for other people. All all we can do is try. Acknowledge and then try to do something different.